Hey everybody, welcome to the Cast. This is the podcast where we talk to people for and or from the Midwest. We got a fresh new episode for you this week and we are brought to you by Everlight Solar. Hey everybody, welcome to the Cast. I am coming to you alive from the road, on the road this week. And we are talking to comedian Mary Mack. Uh, Mary Mack is hilarious. I saw her... Um, I want to say about a month ago, my brother John put on a show. Mary Mack was the headliner. Uh, you probably know her voice. She's been a voice actor um, and and done TV on shows like Solar Opposites. And um, she, she's done stuff on uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, she's been on Last Comic Standing. She's been on Conan. Um, just super, super funny, super Midwest. She is currently on tour. She is taking her van with her husband. They're, they're going all around the U S uh, they got some solar panels on it. We talk about her van. We talk about her comedy. We talk about all of it. That is coming up, uh, very soon before we get to that. Colleen Maraca joins me remotely from the Cripes cast studio. Colleen. Oh shoot. What's cooking. Oh, she's got the <laughs> balloons going. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so if you do peace, the balloons come up on the thing. Yeah, I don't know what, what I did that one time. For I think it's ever since I got the new update, like you can do. Nobody else seems to have it the way that I do, and I just stick. Well, you must be, you must be special. So, uh, Colleen, what do, what do we have uh, looking forward to uh, with tour, with life, with whatever? Yeah, um, it's it's tours all good. You're just, this is coming out after the Illinois shows and then we are heading to Minnesota. Um, so Mankato is February 1st. Brainerd is February 2nd and then Duluth February 3rd. So a nice little weekend up in Minnesota. I'm excited to see your show. I have yet to see it and I'm going to be there for those. And, uh, and then you got dates in Colorado. We've got Denver and Greeley, uh, in mid February, and then you've got some shows in Iowa, then in North Carolina. So lots of stuff going on right now. Um, head to crepescast.com. We have a lot of information there on, you can go buy our merch. You can find us on Patreon. You can see where Charlie is going to be playing his show for you in the coming months. And yeah, that's kind of what we've got going on. Um, and then did you, is that when you met Mary Mack? Was that John's show? Yeah. So, um, yeah, my brother hosts shows around, um, Milwaukee produces shows. And so he got Mary Mack, Mary Mack, you know, people are huge fans of her from the television series and all that, but also just her stand up. Yeah. Um, she's got the very funny, you know, Midwest, super thick accent mm-hmm. and, um, but just so authentically funny. Um, and uh, just a joy to talk to. So um, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Did 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 she say anything that surprised you, Kelly? I loved that she was in Nashville trying to start a polka band. Like that is so <laughs> funny to me. Like that's crazy and so Midwest, but that was funny. And then like what you said about effortlessly funny, it's so true. Like she just drops nuggets here and there and moves on. And they're like crazy parts of stories that you're like, wait. We got like multiple times. You're like, wait, before we get too far, like she has just such funny, like details here and there. Um, so yeah, she's a good storyteller. And then it's, it was a lot of fun listening to you guys talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a blast with it. You're like her, her subtle, uh, punchlines just, it's almost yeah. like I have to listen back sometimes to, I I'm sure listening back to this podcast, she, she just slips them in. She just, yep. she just drops them. You don't even notice, you know? Absolutely. Um, but very funny. I think you guys will enjoy the conversation. Um, before we get to it, I just want to, um, say that, you know, for the past couple months, we've been, uh, raising awareness about, uh, everything going on in the Middle East with Doctors Without Borders. They are, um, consistently doing, uh, everything they can to get medical supplies to, uh, the people who need it the most, uh, in the world right now. That is, um, those, you know, men, um, and then women and largely children. Um, so many children, um, are going without anesthesia, life-saving care, all of that right now in Gaza, but Doctors Without Borders is raising money, sending in staff, uh, doing their best. So, um, check them out, doctorswithoutborders.org. You can donate there directly and follow them at Doctors Without Borders. Um, all right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, 
Let's get to my conversation with comedian Mary Matt. How are you doing? Where Where are you right now? Well, I just got back. I have this route I do, and I I just got back. Um, most of the time, I'm in Port Wing, Wisconsin, and my mom still lives um, in Webster, Wisconsin area, Web Lake, Webster, Danbury, uh, and. So I have this route I do where I go from Port Wing to Webster to take care of my mom for a day. And then I go back down to Minneapolis because that's where the airport is. <laughs> so I, yeah. I have my circuit and that's, that's, um, I'm in Minneapolis right now. So, and I, I was worried. I was like, Oh, am I going to offend Charlie's listeners? Because I'm a hybrid of Wisconsin and Minnesota, and I could oh. only see the Vikings growing up because I'm a border Ooh. child. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, actually. I wish you would have told me that earlier. I would have never invited <laughs> you on. But here you are, so we're going to yep. have to deal with it. So yep. now, how did that How did that go for you? How? What yep. was, um, first of all, what was uh, the the you're you're getting on an airport in an airport and then you're just going and touring comedy or you're going oh, yeah. back down somewhere else or, or no, you know, let's I, finish that up. I have a house in Minneapolis and um, and so I used to fly every weekend for comedy for my stand up comedy touring. And now I um, I can't stand it flying anymore. It's it's got a lot to do with the parts of the plane falling off and the whole oh. the whole it has a lot to do with the holes in the planes. Um but I I'm trying to Dude, not have I don't want to wanna interrupt. Yeah, no, please I interrupt. Don't... Yeah, it's your show. Um do a lot of planes have holes in them? Well, if you're riding on a seven thirty seven Max <laughs> built by Boeing Who's getting Boeing exemptions? Has had a, they've had yeah. a rough go of it. So you don't trust the flying process at all. You're a no go on. I, you're you're just like my grandpa Bob. My grandpa Bob had so much turbulence <laughs> on his way back from Korea that he never flew again. I respect so. that. I have gotten off. I have gotten off at least four planes just as they're about to close the door, and I'll take an Amtrak yeah. across the country. That's why I have the you credit card, be, and I have some free trips coming. You have the Amtrak credit card. Oh yeah, I got several free so, trips so coming. So, that wasn't a bit in your show. The Amtrak credit card. Oh no, it is a bit in my show. It's also true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my i didn't know they had that that's so funny yeah um you yeah. should do a commercial for the amtrak credit card i think no like, you know i'm you, surprised oh amtrak is so stupid i gotta tell you something they could do so What's well that? they there was a comedy festival that took place on the amtrak and amtrak that sent them a cease and desist. And I was like, this is free advertising for the Amtrak. You, it's just, they're just dumb. Like they're just dumb. They, they, they could do so much better than they are. They could just hire like a Gen Z marketing executive and do way better. Oh, totally. Cause you know, it's the most, it's one of the more environmentally ways to environmentally friendly ways to travel, you know, taking the train. Mark Twain thought so. He wrote about it, even with a steam engine. Um, hey, so so yeah, I'm in Minneapolis. I got finished the story, and um, and then I'll be going up back up north in a week because I plan it around my mom's doctor's appointments. I I grew up on the border, like we were talking, and and I could only get twins on TV. We had our three channels. Um, and it was all from Minnesota and we could get twins or Vikings. And then I went to college down in Oshkosh and I thought, oh, whoa, yeah. what, how are the Packers sure are popular down here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. What's this whole Packers thing about? Because we never even had um, cable. Like there wasn't cable in our town. And in fact, my sister, she has internet and I, she pays like $80 a month. I don't know why she still can't watch a video. Because we don't, we can't get high speed internet in on the road I grew up on. So 
it's ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't that interesting that even in 2024, that can't be done? Yeah, I'm sure it could be done, but. Yeah, well, it, yeah, you'd have to. You, someone would have to have the deep pockets <laughs> and bring in the, the fiber or, or, or Elon Starlink. Like, you ever see those moving stars oh, at yeah. night? Yeah. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah I, I guess that maybe they could figure that out or or that or this is going to piss off your listeners or the assembly and all the folks could just accept the infrastructure money and give us oh yeah can i swear yeah you could just accept oh, that money and help us out but i oh, think they I mean, they just do other things with it so yeah i mean wisconsin has had some some backwards political decisions in our past. There's no doubt of that. I mean, at one time, you know, <laughs> I mean, we've turned down um, money for a lot of reasons that don't seem to make sense to anyone except those politically posturing for it. Oh you know what God. I mean? Oh, but one good thing I heard on the radio yesterday was that um, it's hear? a bi bipartisan, uh, bipartisan, uh, is finally something uh they're gonna allow more ev chargers they're gonna change the public utilities laws and bring some more ev chargers in and so i hope i hope that includes yeah includes northern and here's here's what the problem is with it's not just for cars like people have generators we have there's like generators that oh, you sure. can charge on those ev so there's like a lot of people who are who want to live off the grid up north and if we could just go and and get some juice from one of those ev um car chargers it, it's like it, it's ideal right for a lot of people up north and so i mean come on bring us the stuff we're waiting we've been waiting Okay, sorry. Well, I, I this is just a. It's not even a cripes cast. It's a gripes cast, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But look, I always like the. Actually, this podcast is sponsored by uh, Everlight Solar. Oh, uh, they sweet. put the solar panels. I'm not in my studio, but when I am, that it's powered by solar. And yes. the thing with that is, like, it, it, you know, I always say it's not just like the hippies who want it. It's, it's uh, people no. who. What, the, the the screw the government guys. Yes, you know? the guys who want. It's the doomsday survivalists. Look what I got. Yeah. Here's what's what going on. Here's what. Okay, so I'm touring my next five weeks because I hate flying so much. I am touring um in my new Barbie Dream Crusher van, and so what I yeah, am tell me about it. What I'm experimenting with are these SIGs. These are these weigh like four pounds. This is a this is a hundred watt SIGs CIGS solar panel that I can adhere to the roof of my Barbie Dream Crusher van, which by the way wow. I can shower in. So things are really turning around for me, Charlie. Holy it, it, smokes! And so I put three of these whoppers up there, and I'm charging my solar generator as I drive. It, and um, then I have another little uh, foldable uh, contraption that I can charge it. Um, if I want to park my van in the sun, I just hook up these other solar panels in the shade and it'll run my AC unit. So I'm my own Elon Musk because I've created a dog, the dog setting in my Barbie Dream Crusher van. Wow. I know. because I'm running. Um... AC off of solar all day nonstop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's really impressive that you that you, I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, you could do it. I've got way I've learned way too much this last month. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. <laughs> but how, how long have you been do how long have you been driving around the van doing comedy? Well, guess what? This is my, so people are like, why does she need AC at zero degrees out? Because I'm going south this year after the trauma of last winter, after the 13 feet of snow we got in Port Wing last winter. I'm oh, going yeah. south. So I bought this van. It's 23 years old. Um, and I've never driven it before. 
and I'm immediately my first trip to Florida. <laughs> so, you it's, d- really? It's not wise. Really? So you the? It's not <laughs> wise. <laughs> <laughs> First no, trip. it's not wise. Yeah. What what kind yeah. of a van is it? What kind of a van is it? Dodge Road Trek. Don't worry, everybody. I know what you're thinking. Those headlights, you're not going to see nothing. But don't worry about it because I already replaced the headlights with eagle eyes. And so, because I had a Dodge Neon, I'm familiar with the cloudy Dodge headlights. Oh, yeah. So, um, the road track, huh? Yeah, Dodge Road Track 20. Oh, I, I had to avoid, I couldn't do shows in Chicago because I didn't think I could park a 20 and a half foot vehicle in Chicago. So, I'm bypassing that. My first, well, my first stop is going to be uh, Holman, Wisconsin, because there's plenty of room for a 20 and a half foot vehicle there. Sure. Drugans, Drugans Golf, Holman. I do that February 3rd. And then my next stop is Cincinnati. And I am so stoked, Charlie, about Cincinnati because it's above freezing there right now. And that means I can just start shooting water into my, uh, I'm not, I'm going to be able to use my potable water. I'm going to be able to use, to just have my toilet running in there. And it's like, I've never had that in a camper before where you could just like go to the bathroom in it and shower in it. And, and once I I hit Cincinnati, it's warm enough to do it. Well, I mean that, well, you know what? It's a good thing you didn't shower before getting on this podcast. You just waste the water since you're going to be doing it in Cincinnati. Yeah. I say, Um, Oh, I only shower in Cincinnati (laughs) from now on. Yeah. I, I don't know why you would shower anywhere else. It's the best place to shower. This is a cool ass car. I'm looking at pictures of it. I'm kind of jealous. You know, when I was growing up, I had an 11 seater Dodge. Um, basically what you got without the rooftop on it. Cause I'm, yeah. you know, of all the kids yep, being the one, of, one of 12. Yeah. Um, it was like a Presbyterian van with a bigger ass. That's what we drove around in. Yes. So, yes. And we drove it to Florida one year too. Yes. Well, not Florida, Alabama. Cause we okay. were going on the big family trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was, this was the first time we'd ever been outside of the Midwest. Oh gosh. And yeah. we were going down to Alabama for, uh, see if we can make it all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. And oh, wow. we did fifth, 14 people, 15 seater van. So, wow. And you know, yeah. it's probably 70 cents a gallon at that time. So, oh, sure. Could have been. Yeah. I, I'm, a, been. I'm a real um, c- contradiction. Of, I don't know what's the word. I've got a lot of conflict. I'm a lot, I'm an internal conflict going down the road because I'm only getting like 12 miles a gallon, but everything else is running on solar. (laughs) So it's like the worst. (laughs) No, I mean, it's not, it's not that bad because like flying is is significant. Like having that additional weight in the plane adds more. uh, So you got to do it somehow, you know, I mean, uh, and we all got to live a little here and there, but I think it's cool. And the longer you go, the more efficient you'll get. I'm sure you'll turn it into a, vegetable machine at some point but um (laughs) (laughs) but that's cool so so but you haven't started um really doing this yet this is your first go at it huh yep so i feel like i should maybe do some check-ins some maybe you should do some wellness checks i'm volunteering your podcast to do some wellness checks on me oh and i have two dogs that come with me so i needed to have i needed to have this because i just really wanted to be with my dogs well I think there's a lot of reasons for you mm-hmm. to do it uh, between your dogs and not wanting to fly mm-hmm. and uh, also getting the solar panel hookups. You got no reason not to. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for you. Well, let me ask you, how did you get your start in comedy? How did it all begin for you? It's actually a very wisconsin reason. I I went down to music school in Nashville and I... Miss Wisconsin and my roommate was from Wisconsin and we, we were, um, we, we started a polka band in Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yes. Hey, 
Polka City. Yeah. yeah, we have the drinking record at a couple establishments in Nashville. And, um, you know, it's just that because Polka does that to people, they really like drinking <laughs> uh, during the yeah. music. And and um, but our other members of the band, you know, like we had a full band. They were at that time, Polka wasn't very popular in Nashville. And I I don't know that it ever did get popular, but especially <laughs> there wasn't much Internet at that time. And our members, they didn't really know about Polka. Uh, but, uh, so long story short that we weren't great. We weren't that good. And when you're trying to cover a four hour gig, uh, uh, you know, I was forced into a front man position when really I just wanted to arrange the music and play my clarinet and my sax and my flute. I just wanted to cover woodwinds, arrange music, but, um, I ended up being forced into a front man position and I would have to tell a lot of stories in between the songs. And so pretty soon people were like, because I'm stalling for time, right? We want to cover the gig and we're not that good. And pretty soon people were like, well, we really like the stories better than the music. Or we really like <laughs> the talking, which is like the worst thing for a band to hear. They, You don't, you know, that's not a good sign if people are enjoying it more when you're not playing. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, so my roommate, she just started signing me up for things. She went, oh, oh uh, important detail. Our band kind of broke up. It broke up just because people were crazy. And like the t we went through tuba players, like Spinal Tap went went through drummers. Like <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. Of, one of our tuba players one time just like pulled up in his apartment for like three months and never came in. Nobody came in, nobody came out, but we found out. Somehow he was selling magic mushrooms out of his apartment. And can oh. I can I swear a little bit on here? Yeah, you you say whatever you want. Well, you gotta grow those mushrooms on shit. So we're like, yeah, it, yeah. Is he is he using his own excrement Ooh. to grow magic mushrooms and to, and sell it to people? And so we were. There should have been a wellness check on that guy, but. We just let it run its course. Yeah. And I ran into him one time in Kentucky and everything seemed fine. <laughs> so, Did it? Yeah. Did well, it? well, he was out and about and that was a great sign. But good for him. Did you ever ask if he was using his own shit for that or no, did he find a cow? We were too polite to ask him. And, okay, and if he found right. a cow, somebody would have had to bring the cow shit to him. And they would have just had to yeah. slide it under the door. Because he wasn't right. letting and people in. That's so, a pretty thing, cow pie, you know? Yes. But I forgot what the question was about that. Oh, anyway, well, so she'd sign me up. Your, oh, yeah. yeah she'd say for open mics. Yes, but she didn't tell me if they were comedy or what. It was a game we'd play. And she'd just be like, you have your clarinet ready. Dress for movement. <laughs> and I would just go. <laughs> to whatever. Sometimes it would be an open mic. Sometimes it would be auditions. I remember one time, I didn't know what the hell. She goes, prepare a song you think you can sing and wear loose fitting clothes. And I didn't know this. It was a fun game. I auditioned for a musical called Best Little Whorehouse in Texas in a church in Tennessee. Nice. And then nice. it, it was a part of the game. And then one of the one of the things stuck. It was an open mic, and it was actually poetry night. But I just prepared a story. She said, "Prepare a story," and she didn't know it was poetry night. But I I did it, and um, I I loved it because people will listen to me, and they were quiet, and I didn't get any laughs, but. People were listening and I couldn't believe they were listening to me. So I got addicted to writing things for the stage. So that's how I got into it was our polka band broke up and I missed performing and being creative. Wow. Yeah. Long, long wow. story so, for that answer, for that question. No, I mean, so how old were you in Nashville at this time? I think I was about 25 or 26 when, or maybe 26 when she's, 25, 26, when she started signing me up for stuff. 
And did you just then from there start doing stand-up comedy and just doing straight stand-up? Yeah, I didn't go straight stand-up for a while because I was always a musician. So I would do some kind of music with it and I would do like um, songs and then talk between the songs. And I gradually just kind of weaned myself off of the music portion. And then um, because I just got lazier and lazier and lazier. Because I was like, oh, if, if I just talked, I don't have to bring an amp or an instrument. I don't have to carry anything. And so gradually I just started talking because my effort level just really went down. Um, but I still make a big effort to write things. But physically, as far as what I'm willing to lift, I just talk yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a a three pound minimum. You lift a microphone, and that's that's really it. Yeah, in fact, um, sometimes my my husband and I do these corporate events, and we do. My husband's a comic too, and he he like he brings his own spotlight because these buffets never have these like banquet centers never have lighting. So Tim brings his own spotlight, but I'm like too lazy to carry a spotlight, so I just bring two Menards work lights that weigh like a pound each. They got oh, clamps yeah. and they have clamps on the end. And the I just, clamps. that's what I do. Cause I don't want to lift a 25 to 40 pound spotlight up on a stand. It's too hard. You know, I don't, I don't argue with that at all. And in fact that those halogen like lights, they have that sort of halogen kind of color, even if it's not halogen itself. And uh, that'll that'll get the job done good. You just got to be closing your eyes when you fire that thing up, because <laughs> oh, yeah. otherwise that's oh, how no. you. I don't go. That's no how you get cataracts. Yeah, yeah, that's really hard on you. I I yeah. just I just get the kind I screw in like a, a hundred twenty watt bulb, which are becoming mm. harder to find. Um, warm a warm bulb incandescent and it's mm. getting harder and harder to find those. So stock up on those while you can, like, just like how my mom stocks up on old time antennas. <laughs> you, you, your mom stocks up on old time. Get that just for fun. For is she a <laughs> they don't make those anymore. And then she goes around asking for converters that are like, you know, where you convert it from the digital signal over to your analog antenna. Yeah. So she's a collector, your mother. Yeah. It's too difficult. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. I'm in full circle. Got it. Yeah, we are full circle just after that. So you start doing comedy maybe 10 years after Nashville. Um, yeah, no, or right was it 10, 10 years? No, you said, but you said it was like 10 years before you were doing uh comedy like full time. Cause you no, said you I went did, right I from went comedy. I went full out cause I quit my, mu my music teaching job and I just took anything I could get first year. I, I went, I wrote like three hours plus a day uh, and I would try anything on stage. So it was like, Maybe like, no, it was probably like a year of open mics and like getting paid. And oh God, Nashville at the time was really wild. So I was down there for like a year and then at least doing, and then Minneapolis just had a great club and my brothers live in the Twin Cities. So I would go between yeah. my brother's houses and live in their basement and um, just gradually got hired you know i took anything and it was like within a year of starting where i was doing it you know i had, yeah, I had to uh, do odd jobs okay gotcha so what like what what did that look like like how long was it where you were doing kind of odd jobs along the way and when did it become for make the sort of transition from hobby to this is what i'm doing for my life you know yeah, no, I guess it would be, you know, I did, I worked, I like worked substitute Todd at a correctional facility and I do like open mic on a Monday or Tuesday night and get home at like one in the morning and then I'd get up, I'd sleep three hours, I'd get up at four and drive to the correctional facility. It was really tough to start, but um, I guess I did those kind of odd job type things. I started in Nashville doing it 
Um, and then I went to the cities. Oh, cause they had a contest here where you could win some money. And I thought, Oh yeah. Oh, if I could just win some money. Um, and then it gave me a little boost to start again. I, I uh, actually, my husband won that contest. It was like, at the time it was like hundreds of people and you had multiple rounds. And so I, he won it and I got third. And then he told my high school best friend, he's like, Mary got robbed. She should have got second. And we still got married, but <laughs> I know. Um, so I guess it was really a few years of doing that. Cause you know, whenever you could make money and you were offered like a subbing gig, you'd want to take it. So maybe a few years, I should have kept a diary, but. No, you didn't keep yeah. a diary along the, along the way, huh? Um, not really. Mm-mm. Yeah. But I have, Do you, you keep know, one now? we have the, no, I should make that my resolution. I should, I should keep one just for evidence, you know? Yeah. 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 Where did but, you find you were building up the biggest fan base? Well, for Nashville was uh, for a while there. I had that was pretty good, but, um, North Carolina, Seattle, Georgia, Atlanta, I, I really was just like, when I started middling there, I mean, I would drive down there in middle. Um, those fans are so great. They, they're still emailing me like 16 years after just featuring after middling there. Um, but yeah, that area. And then, you know, Minnesota and Wisconsin, I think I get a better turnout, actually, Denver and Seattle, and it used to be North Carolina, but now they're kind of, things have shifted there, like when owner, when club ownership or when they change their style, then it's like, changes your, it changes your turnout too, because people don't just have an opinion about you, like my, my crowd, they want to go somewhere where their people treat you nicely, you know? And they get good service. Mm-hmm. And if the club's not doing it, then that hurts you too. You got to find a different spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you were kind of coming up, you started and you were doing comedy more traditionally, the way you traditionally do it. And then you kind of have the sort of the um, social media thing take off. And then people are kind of finding gigs, gigs that way. How have you navigated like all of that kind of stuff? You know, <clears throat> yeah, there wasn't any social media when I started. I would say I was really knocking it out of the park on MySpace. And then yeah. <laughs> when MySpace <laughs> yeah. stopped, I stopped. I stopped posting videos. And um, <clears throat> I didn't. I don't really do a lot. I do once in a while. I have this. So my, I have, my friend's 12-year-old kid was really helping me out. And now I think he got a girlfriend or something because I feel like my manager dropped me because he hasn't like, <laughs> texted me for me to give him any more footage. And I'm like, oh, why isn't Ike texting me? Because he was like my guy for doing these videos for me online. And, you know, I'm I'm not as real motivated myself to do it just because like, I like to keep pumping out new things, but I don't want to do the post for it. I don't want to do the, yeah. I feel like a different person when I go on the computer, I feel like I lose my creativity or, or the the desire or the want to keep producing things, keep making things. Cause I just don't like doing computer stuff, which is, you gotta, you gotta learn to love it. And I guess I never really like, Learn to love it. MySpace somehow I really <laughs> did quite well. <laughs> I I was like, you know, I and the sad thing is, is there's more bad videos of me on YouTube. Like I remember 20 years ago, people were like, Can we put this video up on YouTube forever? Here's 25 bucks. And I was like, oh. you know, my first year of comedy, and I'm like, yeah, well, it's YouTube. That'll probably never last. This whole internet thing's going to blow over. And now <laughs> there's like horrible videos of me up and I try to take get it taken down. 
and they don't they just ignore you and don't write you back so maybe time for a lawyer but um yeah I, i'm not keeping i up. think I'm well i think the, the oh no no i i just i think it's always tough to get a video taken down it's a pain in the butt the easiest way to do is just make more videos so that's not the one that comes up ever oh you know? yeah that's a good idea yeah, You're right just drown it out yeah that's what taylor swift does yeah <laughs> <laughs> What what do you think about Taylor Swift? Are you a Taylor Swift fan? I'm amazed, man. She's she just goes and goes and goes. She's like the energy energizer bunny of you know first country music, then pop music, and like unbelievable. I bet I always think of her and Beyonce, and I'm like, I bet Beyonce is like always like son of a bitch, you know, like I gotta keep up with this like nimble little. She's like a little like like a like a fairy tale figure, you know, she's like a, like, what's that? Um, Pinocchio Tinkerbell. She's like a little Tinkerbell that never stops. <laughs> and there's all these other performers that are like, shit, now I got to keep up with this. Yeah. Like infinite energy. <laughs> and, and she had this ability to do stuff like this. She's like a genius. She had this ability when she was like 15 or 14 and she became her own manager and people were making fun of her and I was listening to her songs and I was like, you know, I have had a, I have had a student uh, get their song played at the Country Music Hall of Fame for the fifth graders version, fifth graders category. And I listened wow. to her songs and I was like, hmm, seems, seems fine to me. Like, seems like these songs are just fine. And then. I had some validation because then Ryan, no, Ryan Adams like covered her entire album and was like, people pull your heads out of your butts. There's nothing wrong with these songs. And then since then, boom, she's off and nobody can keep up. So answer is I'm amazed. I'm just like, I don't know how she does it. Excuse the interruption, folks, but the Cripes cast is brought to you and powered by Everlight Solar. You heard me and Mary Mac talking about solar power. Well, this is the panels uh, that power all of this thing are on the roof of the Cripes cast studio. Um, you know, folks, whether you want to get solar panels because it's good for the planet or it's good for your pocketbook, it doesn't matter. Give them a call, everlightsolar.com. They will hit you with a free consultation. And also, folks, Fleet Farm. It's your go-to place for all things ice fishing. Before you hit the ice, they've got the best brands like Clam, Vexlar, Rapala, ladies and gentlemen, or Rapala, if you're one of the people who says it like that. Everything under the sun you could ever need on an ice fishing trip. They got it at Fleet Farm. Shelter, shacks, augers, tip-ups, rods, reels, lures, you name it. They got it. Wax worms. I bet you they got them, too. They've got it, so check them out uh, before you go fishing. Make it successful. Also, hand warmers. Don't forget them. Anyway, before you head on out onto the ice, get over to the Fleet Farm. You won't regret it. And finally, folks, check out the Cast website, cripescast.com, for all of things Midwest merch. We've got a ton of great uh, shirts and cribbage boards, playing cards, bottle openers, koozies, hats, you name it. We got it. Check us out, cripescast.com. Click on the merch section. Folks, I want also want to let you know that if you go to patreon.com slash Charlie Barron's, we've got a bunch of of amazing stuff exclusively for Patreon. I'm talking exclusive sketches, uh, first look at concert dates, exclusive behind-the-scenes videos, a whole bunch of stuff. Super fun. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Charlie Barons. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back to my conversation with Mary Mack. How do you like... What's the difference in playing a show, say, in Cincinnati versus a show, you know, up north? Mm. Call. You know, they're real similar. The um that Cincinnati crowd is so great. Um gosh darn. Well, you know, like I can't like the main differences are the like the details. I can't I can cite a specific interse intersection where they've put a stoplight and and it, up north and, and there'll be uh, people just be so pissed off and be on the same page. Um, so like 
I can say, uh, like, A&H, right? The town A&H and everybody up north will be like, oh, that's where County Road A crosses County Road H. And or like, oh, that stoplight they put in and, and nobody I can't do that in Cincinnati. Yep. But across the entire north of Wisconsin. I can say that. And up north of eight, we still have very strong opinions about stoplights. Yeah. What's the what is the north of eight, the up north Wisconsin opinion about stoplights? Well, most of the time. We're just like. They could have spent that money on something else, right? But it's like mm-hmm. this money has to go to certain. I will say I've changed my mind about the one in Siren, Wisconsin, where 70 and 35 come together because Siren is like, you know, it's it's really busy. And I mean, it's not busy like compared to like Monaco or Bayfield busy, but it is busy in that people get to this this intersection and basically are deciding their route for 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 that week and everybody needs to go through is where the two roads come together so um i've changed my mind on that one the grantsburg one it's ridiculous nobody water skip isn't even that po- snowmobile skips not even that popular anymore and mm. so that's why we think they put it there but um it's unnecessary. It was just like they had money to to use for that. And I think people are just like, well, I got to sit here for like two minutes and there's not even any cars. I still yeah. have, actually have a lot of anger over that. <laughs> well, I, 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 it's good for you to come on the Cripes cast and process that anger in a healthy way by just making it known to the local officials that this, this madness kind of needs to stop. Yeah. Know? Yeah, and roundabouts. Yeah. Oh God, the, do you know how? Tell me about roundabouts. I <laughs> tell me about them. Well, a, a lot of the places, it's just we just can't figure out why. Why are they there? Mm-hmm. We're, we're. I mean, this is not a bit even. Um, I'm just like my mom gets the the retired the the octogenarians get so nervous about the roundabouts. My mom before she would go between. Danbury and Siren spent a month memorizing the exits, which there are only three, two or three uh, on the roundabout by the Burnett County Airport, by the courthouse. And it just people it gets we get so nervous. People get so nervous. It's really not necessary to put everybody through that because it wasn't really an issue to start with. So, I mean, maybe there's, they're forecasting a big population boom or something, but that town is Webster say the same size for the last God, 40 years at least. Yeah. And for folks who haven't been uh, to Webster in the past 40 years, 600 folks (laughs) in Webster. Yeah. So, I mean, our school is for other towns, like it's Danbury, Dairyland, you know, Web Lake. Webster, but, but still it's not that yeah. many people. Yeah. No, I Progress. hear you. I mean, stoplights and, uh, and roundabouts. I mean, they could have spent that money, um, sinking, you know, some structure in the drink to get more bluegills and bass over by <laughs> uh, the, create a, a reef, an artificial reef or something. Hell, if they just sunk the stoplight, that yeah. would do more good probably for the fishing than it was going to do up uh, direct in traffic anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It is sad that they got rid of all the DNR during the last administration because they were doing good things up there. So now there's just renegades putting their own Christmas trees and they're just putting all kinds of crap in there and like, in, in the lake I grew up on, it's, we're just like, who is this guy? And I saw, suddenly got a sports, he's got his own fishing column. And there's a, it's, this is a true story. And I try not to feel the anger in my shoulders, but the rest of us are like, we don't want any more people coming to our lake. Why do you got to like try to be some hot shot? Like and, it's really frustrating. I'm sweating on my back right now because I'm so. Well, hang on now. You got a <laughs> a fella 
You got yes. a fellow who's sinking structure outside of DNR uh, compliance oh, yeah. there. And, th- and on top of that, he's got a fishing column. And also In we're like, paper? well, he must be driving to the live. He must be driving to another town to post his column because he's not going to yeah. post it from here. <laughs> he must be on Starlink or something. Uh, I mean, it's just like yeah. piss. And then, and Ron Lipke is our, is our neighbor, Ron Lipke. You, that's a very, oh God, I said his name. Well, if you know Ron, tell him I said hi. So um, he's keeping tabs <laughs> on him. And, and Ron is out there every day on the lake and he's noticed a very sizable increase on um, uh, people off the lake coming onto our lake to fish it. And, and so it's definitely Ooh. making a difference. And, and so, you know, Sometimes you don't have to be, you know, sometimes you just want privacy and, and you don't want everything to be popular and known about. That seems to be the way I also approach my comedy, Charlie. I think there's a theme. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just want a little privacy while you're on the stage. You don't want everybody showing up during your (laughs) me time, doing your comedy set. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh my god yeah no i get that i get that <laughs> comedy and fishing you know <laughs> one in the same you know you you just want some peace and <laughs> i think that's good you know and i'm sorry that that fella's out there um putting your name out and you know honestly i apologize for getting you out on this podcast if yeah. God forbid I get you a few more people coming to your shows, that would be a real drag, you yeah. know, uh, th- yeah, that's a I lot more that. people to nod at and acknowledge during your show. And that'll just slow you down, maybe distract you. Yeah, right. But I do right. think some of them might get you a beer. So yeah. there's there's pluses and pluses and negatives on that. Hey, yeah. um. You know, I want to say, um, I got a little game to play with you. Do you want to play it here quick? Yeah. 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 So this is called Florida versus North Woods. Okay. So I'm going to rattle off some headlines and you got to decide whether the news came from the North Woods or whether it came from uh, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Oh God, this is going to be hard to tell them apart. I just know it right now, especially if you do the keys. There's a lot of ex-cons in the Keys, and there's a lot of ex-cons up north. Believe me, I got some stories about that. Oh, you got an ex-con My story, My brother's huh? one of them, actually. Oh, is but, he? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, what, did, what did he uh, serve, serve for? A variety of things, but the one where they really wouldn't let him go was he was drunk driving and stole a sign, a Route 66 sign. If you steal a historic sign like that, it's a federal offense. Just so if Ooh. anybody's thinking about it. And that lands you in federal wow. prison. Especially if you're I drunk. didn't know that. Yep. My gosh. Now, I mean, could you imagine? Is he still there? No, he got out. Uh he he's he's in a different type of prison but he used to do other things where he would just go into our jail in Burnett County at you know on his own terms <laughs> sometimes he would just go there to hang out no he'd go there to sober up um because he always oh. owed time for something but at the time it was a very until recently it was a pretty forgiving system where they're like, yeah, you got to do like 40 days, but just come in when, you know, you don't have as much work coming in. It used to be a very nice system we had. And then people got like, you know, tough on crime. Well, it's like, Jesus Christ, he only has a lawnmower he's driving now. And it's like, what damage is he going to do? So anyways. I mean, he might cut someone else's hedges. I don't know. Yeah, he might do somebody a favor. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, sorry to oh, go yeah. down that road. Well, yeah, Florida versus uh, up north. Florida versus up north. Here we got it. All right, uh, patron yeah. charged with Subway sandwich battery. Patron charged with Subway sandwich January upset that his sandwich had not been sliced into pieces. A Subway customer allegedly threw the offending he. 
Kiro at a store clerk striking her with the grub, according to police who yesterday arrested the man for battery. Where do you think that took place? Well, if it happened in northern Wisconsin, it was by somebody who had who wasn't from there. I'll give you right. that much. My mom couldn't even, be- I took her for the first time. She couldn't even be- believe they cut the sandwich for you. That's a privilege. Oh, so your mom was very impressed by the subway. Oh my God. Yeah. I, that's a whole long bit too. She, I, it was the best dining experience she's ever had in her life. A su- the subway attached to the St. Croix Falls Walmart. It was, uh, she couldn't even. It was so I'm going to say Florida. My answer is Florida because I hope to God that person isn't that didn't happen in northern Wisconsin. It would be so embarrassing. It would be embarrassing. You're absolutely correct. It was Stuart, Florida. And of course, that would be very un Midwest to throw a Sammy at someone. Yep. You know, if anything, you if you were really to get serious about in the Midwest, you'd be like, you know, if you don't mind, um, you know, and seriously, if it's not too much trouble and you got the time, um, I asked for some meat in this sandwich and totally. uh, you, you did you just put jalapenos in it. So I'm hoping I could get some meat if you have time. If you have time. Right. That's right. And I was right, wasn't I? Because you know what? That's Florida money. People who think they're mm. entitled to a cut sandwich. That's like you're lucky to get a sandwich. There's like two subway. There's probably like three subways tops north of eight. And you know what? You're just lucky they're there. And so you're lucky they're using some sort of refrigeration system. So I got it. I nailed it. Thank you. And they uh, they also probably got got a pocket knife on them, you know, on their little belt uh, situation or just one slide, uh, a switchblade in the pocket. (laughs) Of Um, course. All right. Sounds good. Next headline. Um, oh, um, hang on. Just one second. One second. One second. City bands together to preserve viral rat hole. Whoa. I didn't. Gosh. Rat hole. Rat hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say Florida. Yeah, see, this is a trick one now. It is because because I said up north and I made it North Woods, and this actually is from Chicago. So okay, I yep. kind of I don't yep. know if that's a trick one or I just didn't uh, fully explain that the game could come from anywhere in the Midwest. Oh, Should okay. Be, here's the game. The game is yeah. Midwest versus Florida headlines. Okay, yes. okay, this changes things now. This it changes, changes things. things. Okay, yeah. well, I didn't know because I was like, I've never seen a rat up north. Um, yeah. But, but, okay, let's start again. Now, now I'll change my mindset. It, um, okay. I, I well, want to count the first one, but not the second one. Oh, we won't count right. it. One time, yeah, one time I did see um, a rat. This wasn't up north, but it was in uh, Milwaukee. It was at my house in Milwaukee, and I was moving a gun case, yeah. And because I was I was taking fishing poles in my old gun case, you know, because that's yes. a nice way to move fishing poles is in a gun yes. case. And I opened up the gun case, and a rat jumped in my face right out of it. He was, and then the inside of the gun case, you know, the foam, he had meshed it all up. He had little babies in there. I suppose it might've been a she, but I didn't stop to check and look. (laughs) I don't think that was a very good gun case if a rat could get in there and live. Oh, they can get in a lot. Well, what happened was it was only latched on one all the way over to the right. So the rat actually, you know, propped that the other sucker. So it was one of them hard plastic cases. So, you know, these rodents, they can get their ways into holes pretty easily. Rats are so smart. Rats are really, really smart. They're smart animals. And it wasn't your fault, Charlie. No, thank you. But you know what? And then I looked over at the ice fishing uh, shanty that my um, grandpa Bob had given me. Mm-hmm, and I pulled mm-hmm. that up next. I was cleaning the garage and they had chewed through all oh, of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. It was terrible. That. No, thank you for your empathy. I appreciate yep. you. Okay, yep. next headline. Next headline. Enough about rats. Here we go. Man <laughs> sues Duncan over toilet explosion that he says left him filthy and injured. 
Oh dear, wow. Midwest or well, Florida. Would you give me a hint about what year did this happen? Oh yes, yep. You can ask okay. for a hint. This happened in um two thousand twenty three, the year of our Lord. Oh that's tough. Yep. Twenty twenty two, actually. Twenty twenty two, sorry. I feel like that's a Florida thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yep, you're right. Yep. Oh. Florida man sues Duncan over toilet explosion. He says left him filthy and injured. Uh, the Flager County man is suing Duncan after he suffered a toilet explosion two years ago. So mm. he waited a little while, oh, but really the situation. Waited. Yeah. <laughs> bathroom exploded. Uh, human feces urine went all over him. And um, anyways, it was it was a no go. Yeah, there was a problem with the toilet due to, quote, prior incidents. <laughs> So, I mean, oh, yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> it yeah, was prior right. incidents that clogged this, clogged this job, right. not me. Uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the fact I just had a Dunkin' coffee, you know. I want to know what injuries, other than you're late for your next thing, or you're like, you maybe you could get a UTI. You, no, you can't. It was a dude. He probably he wouldn't have even got a UTI out of it. Yeah, probably not. Maybe he got some sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, shit to mouth disease. He could have got E. coli or staph, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the world may never know. Um, but anyways, uh, that, boom, that's just how boom. it goes. Yeah. Let's let's keep her moving here. Um, <laughs> all right. Next headline. Um, man throws beer can. Fires AR-15 rifle after being upset by drivers speeding in his neighborhood. Hmm, that could happen either place. Sure could. Um, well, doll, AR-15 rifle, beer can. I'm going to say Florida again. I'm just going to say Florida again. Yep, your instinct is absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah, that. Yep. Um, yep, that's how that happened. Now I know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. This could and and the picture. I wish I could show you. I mean, actually, the picture could have been Florida or the Northwoods too. But a Polk <laughs> County man, he's facing felony charges after investigators yeah, say he he his temper raced as a vehicle sped past his house. So a vehicle Whoa. sped by and he got all pissy about it. He, confronted oh, the driver. Yeah, I confront him about uh, going too fast. And that's when, according to the sheriff, he said he was going to get his AR-15 rifle. And would you know it? He actually did. And they got some ring footage of him. Whoa. And uh, I don't oh. really get the AR-15 thing. I don't know why yeah. people think that that's a cool gun. Like, if you can't hit it the first time, maybe you should just play Big Buck Hunter, you know? Yeah, I don't I know, know why. I agree. You should just practice. Now, if that headline yeah. would have read... A man gets angry with speeding car and um, throws beer can and unloads some buckshot. That would have been mm. up north. I would have. Yeah. I would have for sure up north because it's happened. It, it's even happened in one of the towns that I mentioned. So. Oh, did someone shoot at a car there? Or? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's but, that's not good, folks. Yeah, don't do it. And and. Mm -hmm. uh, I know the authorities haven't really been listening, but if you know somebody who is keep keep trying your best to turn the people in who are doing the threats with the guns who aren't all the way there, because eventually at some point the authorities will listen. Um, you we think I'm going to think positive on this. But mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. OK, sad, yeah. sad ending to that. Sad ending to that one. But anyways, uh, we have a couple more and then we'll we'll get you on your way. OK, OK, um, just go. For it. All right. Grand Haven pothole. Oh, I said it. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe not. Uh, don't you didn't listen. There's a pothole okay. gaining local celebrity s status uh, for. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let me read it this way. Um, residents fix pothole problem by filling it in with a recliner. You know what? Um, I don't think Florida gets potholes. I think they get sinkholes. Oh, so, you're so right. I, you're right. I guess I would say Midwest on that. You're absolutely right. It's from Grand Haven, Michigan. 
Okay. Just yeah. off. Yeah. Just off North Beacon, in fact, in Grand Haven, there's a pothole that's big enough for a chair to fit in it. And that's exactly what yep. they've been doing. Okay. So, yep. you know, construction yes. jobs, pretty laid back over there in Grand Haven. All right. <laughs> I hope it's a reclining one. I hope yeah. uh, it, it is a recliner. Did you say, or is it an yeah, easy chair? Yeah. It's a recliner. No, a lazy boy. I mean, it's, oh, it's the same recliner. sort of. Yeah, 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 recliner. Nice. nice one. That's great. Yeah. Point yeah, taken. Yeah. Um, all right, last <laughs> one here. Last one. Um uh okay. Let's see here. Uh football sized goldfish have invaded the blank oh, have invaded God. blank. They eat anything and everything. What are football-sized goldfish invading? Is it a Midwest body of water or a Florida body of water? You know, if I've heard of this, I think it might be a Midwest thing. Yeah, that's I mean, absolutely a, correct. Goldfish is just like a glorified carp. That's all that is. So sure. I, if I've heard of it, it's Midwest for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of this. Yeah. Where, where, where did they find them? I don't remember the article. Well... They're invading the Great Lakes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's um, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but they, it's the obviously that them are native to Asia, um, the yeah. Asian carps, and then, um, yeah. you know, and that they are a problem. They wreak havoc on the ecosystem. Do you ever go shoot them with the bow? No, I didn't know people were were shooting. I know you're you're encouraged to like spear the Asian carps, but I didn't know people were. We're shooting them, boat sh boat hunting them. Oh, that sure. was fantastic. Except yeah, for Lake Winnebago. Oh, they're doing it. My, I had to. I. Oh my God, I have a story about Lake Winnebago. I had sailing class at UW Oshkosh in Lake Winnebago, and um, you could basically just like I was terrified that I would tip over in those boat. They were the tippy tippy sunfish sailboats, and um, yeah. I was like, I cannot tip over because I will land in these car, but. The carp were so thick. It was like you could just walk across the bay. We were in the bay in Oshkosh. And it, it Isn't was that crazy. Yeah, it was so gross. But but also like I guess they're planning on nobody ever swimming in there because you don't want to have like sharp arrows in the water. No. no. Well, they they you got your arrows attached to a reel. You know, oh. so you shoot them, but then you bring them in. So you're not losing your arrows. That's you know, fantastic. And, and yeah, 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 yeah. And you do got to be careful walking around Lake Winnebago, but it's more for the broken bottles than it is for, you know, yeah, that, uh, the arrows, wow. I would think. But. Well, if they could just get hire more geese to keep shitting all over the shores of Lake Winnebago, that that feces will get so thick that you won't step on the glass. I, mean, I feel like that's the strongest remediation plan. Well, you know, if you ever need a backup plan for your comedy, I think you could probably get some with the DNR with creative ideas like that, you know. So that's pretty cool. Hey, I'm excited uh, for you and your new tour. And yeah. if people want to, I know you don't want too many more people coming to your shows. You're kind <laughs> of at max capacity. But if people did want to go and you wanted to invite them, where could they go find some tickets for you? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, please go to MaryMacComedy.com. Uh, I do have social media, but why do that when you could just be on my mailing list or go check out my tour schedule there? Like I have no algorithm, Charlie. <laughs> there is no algorithm on Mary Mac. I will not find you again unless you sign up. But, but um, Mary Mac comedy.com, all the shows are there and the ticket links are there. And um, you know, I put some photos, some videos once in a while on there and, and most of the time I forget to send my mailing list out. So it's really not a bother to, to join. It's well, really little that's... effect. <laughs> it's got minimal effect. Minimal commitment when you sign up on the MaryMacComedy.com mailing list is what I'm saying. It's Well, yeah. uh, that's nice for people to know that they can sign up and 
pretty much expect to barely ever get anything. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be, be interrupted. But when they get something, they'll know where the shows are and they'll have an opportunity to come see you live. And I got to tell mm-hmm. everyone, you're very funny. Very, Aww, very funny. Thanks. I saw your show the other week at the Camelot golf course you yes. murdered it you crushed it Aww, thanks. Uh, you're so thanks. so funny and um That's i hope so more nice. people get the chance to to see you even though that might cramp your style but uh hey, anyways i i don't i you know sometimes even an introvert can be extrovert with enough bush lights so it's you know okay. that's that's poetry <laughs> really it is it's Jimmy, their slogan. Why isn't that their <laughs> slogan? Will you help me get that for a sponsor? <laughs> I think I think you start you do that's your next video that you're not gonna do because you don't like doing it, but just put your phone right there and then just drink a bush light and just say that and that's yeah. that's your next that's the advertisement. Okay, and please let me check in for just like a five minute segment on my drive. On my six weeks of driving in the Barbie Dream Crusher, just to uh, let you know. Absolutely. I'm putting you between a rock and a hard place right now. But mm, 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 no, you're not. I wanna I wanna know. You uh text me an, an update yeah. and we'll get you on. That would be very fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And and thanks yeah. and keep up the good work. I go to the dump and the dump man is always like, You heard of this, Charlie Barons? And the dump man used, I used to be his favorite comic. And now you're his favorite comic since you started making the Wisconsin videos. And you know, I'm telling you, I, that's a real blow to my ego when the guy at the dump drops me for a different comic. I thought that was my niche market. Mary Mac, I want to tell you, you have not lost the guy at the dump. And there, there is room for two people on that guy's algorithm. There's there's so. enough room for the both of us and and you make sure you tell him that I says hi and make sure you actually tell him don't not tell him I said hi because then he's gonna not like me as much so I will you think I'll about let him it. know Consider I'll let him know and and if his data plan allows it and he's got a strong enough cell signal <laughs> I'll encourage him to watch more videos so that that Perfect. that would be really nice that would be really Perfect. nice well, well thank cheers. you. Yeah, thank you so much, Charlie. I'm going to hit the button now, and I hope to talk to you soon. Tell your husband I say hi and your mom and brother and everything, all right? Will do. Take care. Stay warm. All right, folks, that is it for now. Thanks to Mary Mac for coming on the show. Make sure you follow her at Mary Mac Comedy, despite the fact that she just wants you to subscribe to her mailing list. You can also follow her. Um, if you do want to subscribe to her mailing list, just go to MaryMacComedy.com. Follow the Cast on all platforms at Cast. Thank you, Colleen Maraca, for uh, EP in this sucker. Thanks to Hannah Milos for editing, and thanks to all of you for listening. Until next week, keep her moving. Watch for deer. Tell your folks I says hi. Bye-bye now. So roll out the barrel and get the band brewing. Life's got you down. Just keep her moving. It's on Wisconsin. The Badgers say it's the old Wisconsin Jubilee. You know, sometimes when you're ice fishing, you put your foot in the walleye hole and go ass over tea kettle and you think you're done. No, you got to keep her moving. 